you're at the square table. Square table where we give advice to answer the hard questions mm-hmm. about life. Today, with me, we got our regular. He had to write that people. down. Shay Shay. <laughs> because he, that's a little bitch. And Demo. AKA Jon Snow. Because I'm watching Game of Thrones oh. at the same time I'm doing this because <laughs> I ain't shit. Okay, okay, John. Who's a Targaryen? You gotta bend a knee, Not John. A for anybody. Um. Yo, yeah, he should have bent uh, the knee. And I, we have he, no. He should not have bent the knee. I, John, 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 I would bend the, bend the knee so quick. That's that's all right. Let me let me reel y'all, y'all back in to the to the show that we're mm-hmm. recording right now. Y'all talking about game? Of yeah, the square table where we give advice and answer questions, questions about, about life. life. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but most importantly, we have a special guest today. Hello, hello. He's been here a couple times. My name is Randolph. Rand- Randolph, what it do, homie? Randizi. He's more professional than the rest of us, if you guys could see his... Uh, Way more professional. His his gear. He's got a mic and shit. No, just like Josh. Um, Josh had his, has his mic and his little piano and... You know, yeah, stand in the back. <laughs> but yeah, Randall's, Randall's here today because he's got a very unique perspective on our... our main yeah, sadly. We gotta hit that, hit that yeah. recap. So... Yeah, we got to re- recap. Recap it. last week, we talked about uh, Colin Capizzi Cap. and not being employed easy. Yeah, and you know, since I, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've turned down three offers yep. to go to an NFL game this week. Me too. And it's been like the hardest thing that I've ever had to do because it was an Eagles game, a Redskins game, and a Ravens game. Mm-hmm. And I was offered tickets, and I was like, Nah, I can't. I'm. I'm Boycotting NFL guys because my man Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job yet. Right, that's why I just y'all got some super balling friends. <laughs> I ain't get invited to. So my family typically has tickets, <laughs> like season tickets to the Redskins games. So there's tons of games that I will have the opportunity to go to, but I'm not going to because I think it's foul. Yeah, nah, still I, I think it it's is. foul. Tickets through alternative means, but you know. Yo, but check this out though. So I was talking to my wife about what it, that and she was like, "I get you." Hit. Just boycotting. She's like, "Just boycotting the NFL is not it. Like, just not watching the games and not paying for tickets. That's not it. Niggas gotta not watch ESPN. I don't. I, I haven't Sports been watching Center. ESPN or Sports Center. Bruh, do you know how hard that it's is? It's really to hard because niggas to not. You do? know what? I, you know the only <laughs> thing I have right now is CNN, which is depressing as fuck, and Cartoon Network. That's literally the only Bro. two channels that come Bro. on that come on my. You Cartoon know, Network is yeah, lit. Rick so and Morty. Okay. Yeah, that's all I. Yeah, Rick and Morty is right there. But that's all I got, man. I don't got football. I'm waiting for college football to start. I'm waiting for the NFL. I mean, the does NBA that, to start. Does that but, not? You know, does that not give them no, money? The, you think the NCAA, this NCAA, college football? No, nah, the NFL and the NCAA. They don't. Their money streams are, are different. If I, 
Okay. Remember correctly. Yeah. So, are you committed to this? Like, if they don't sign Colin this this season at all, ever, or even next season, are you just never going to watch football again, or is it just a one-season thing? Bro, I'm committed to this as long as I need to be committed to this, bro. So, like, you know, now, uh, this week, you, Marshawn Lynch decided, you know, that he was going to stand with Colin Kaepernick and and, and take a knee yep. and, uh, during the National Anthem. So, you know, if it comes to it that, you know, next year, Marshawn Lynch don't got a job because – of him taking a knee, I'm be doing this all over again, bro. You know, because it's. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that Marshawn Lynch is not good, yeah. and that's the reason he won't exactly. So we'll we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see if the NFL gets his gets his life together. You know, I, I had a couple conversations with a, uh, a couple friends. Uh, we talked about you know really it's on the players at this point. The players have have the power. Uh, and I think and Skip Bayless was saying this on the, on his show with uh, Shannon Sharp. Like players have the power to really make a change right now, and I'm I'm waiting to see more African American players actually step up and exercise the power that they have within the league, um, re- mm-hmm. representing seventy percent of the yeah. players in the league. You know, they they so, really need to normalize. You know what Colin did. If they all sat down, not just Marshawn Lynch, if they all did it send a message I'm not saying that you know NFL players should give up their jobs for it well I don't know that's that's a little hard Bruh, if 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 players players can can hold out for a contract right you hold out and not play games because you want more money true but you won't hold out and not play a game because of you know the way owners are treating um, a player or players it's, it's it's something wrong True. there, man. And now I'm 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 kind of upset at where, at how you know, uninvolved the, the NFL Players Association has been in this whole issue because you know mm-hmm. it just what what good is a union if it's not standing up for its uh, for its members? The players, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know I yeah I didn't. So I was, I heard some there was some uh, pushback. Not pushback, but a lot of people were saying that it, Colin not having a job is pretty much his fault because he could have stayed with the Niners, but he chose not to. I mean, he could have stayed with the Niners, probably. I'm, I'm not. I don't. I'm not uh, really um, 100% up on that contract situation. But I mean, mm-hmm. it comes down to what, what, what you know. What were the Niners offering? No, what, I mean he did. He opted out of his last year of his contract, but that that still doesn't change the fact that. You know, there's how many teams in the NFL? Thirty-two teams. The thirty-one other teams wouldn't take him. Especially, he's a he's a pretty good, decent backup quarterback. He's better. Or he's actually he's better than a couple of starters. Exactly, and that's um, the point. I mean, right if you're if you're going off basically based on his performance, he, there's no question why he shouldn't be on a team. Exactly, and I mean, he, he's he's within his right to request the amount of money that he deserves. I mean, should he be taking a pay cut because he is? I mean, even if he um, teams are offering him money, but they're not offering what he should be getting paid because of the, you know, the taking a knee incident, that's still a, a disservice and an injustice. Like, so you're you're docking me pay because of you know the fact that I took a knee, right? You know, during the national yeah. anthem. Like that's still that's still I, wrong, and that's still a that's still a players' association issue. I think. Yeah, and and I I don't buy the argument that you know people you know teams aren't taking him on because he's a distraction. Is you know any distraction, any sort of publicity, or making those owners money at the end of the day. 
You know, people are going to watch. That's true. At, especially after this whole ordeal where you went through this whole offseason where he's not being signed. You know, you, you can't tell me that the first game that Colin comes back with a new team that people aren't going to be tuning into that to that to that game. So, they will be. They will be. Of course. Most definitely will be. Yeah, man. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll continue to follow this, this situation. I'm, I'm interested to see how many other players like Marshawn Lynch um, I hope you pick stand stand with Colin Kaepernick in taking. You know? I hope you pick up another sport because he's not getting signed. <laughs> so, well, like Tim Tebow. Oh man, getting hit in the head with baseballs and shit. Y'all see that? No. <laughs> he, I did. Tim Tebow yeah. took a baseball to the head this weekend. It was kind of interesting. He kept playing though. <laughs> he had on that good helmet. Oh, That's what it was. Uh, he had God's well, protection. Well, I think that's. A, I don't know if y'all feel comfortable. I think that's pretty much good I for am, the, the recap. Hey, you know what? I want to take a second though, right quick. Uh, okay. I want to take a second to thank you know uh, our listeners, our, our our dedicated listeners, the ones who call in, the ones not call in, but the ones who call us uh, when they're listening to episodes, the ones that uh, mm-hmm. take time to text us, the ones that hit us up on um, on Instagram, Facebook, and, and Twitter with questions and recommendations of topics and, and people that we should interview. I just want to take this moment to thank you guys. Y'all all are probably listening right now, and you know who you are. Uh, I want to thank you. Grandma. Gra- grandma. Shout out my mom. Gra- shout out. <laughs> shout out my mom. Shout out my I got, I got I got a bunch, man. I got a bunch. I know y'all got, I know y'all got you know, ones that hit y'all up. My boy Bobby. Uh, my boy Austin. You know, shout out to all. Shout out to all. And the list goes on, man. Devin, I know he be on uh, Twitter hitting us up. It's a, it's a lot of y'all. It's, that's just the ones I got. And I know Josh and Darren got a bunch too. But thank y'all for you know for sticking with us for what twenty six episodes right now. Twenty seven. Twenty six. Twenty seven. Hey man, I, yeah. I, I want to something like that. Something uh, like we that. Wanna, I just we just want to take this moment right here to thank all of our listeners for sticking with us um, for twenty six, twenty seven. How many episodes? We don't even know. But uh, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate all love and support. We just want to take this moment to send y'all a shout out and, and send it thanks. I'm glad you went real high. Like that was on a that was a really good like bright note. Well, yeah, that you just went we wanted on. to go real low. Yeah, we dog, about to we about just... to take it to a deep and dark place. Uh-oh. So I figured there Why had would to you be bring a... us up. Uh, to down, I figured there had to be at least one high point in this fuck in this in this in this episode because we about to talk about some shit. So. uh... Yeah, man. Go ahead. Take us, take us into the topic for the day. Cause, yeah. Mm. I'm gonna leave that to Josh, cause so, I feel like Josh got it, man. I mean, I might have it. I'll, I'll start okay. it off. So, for everybody that doesn't know, you know, our homeboy Randolph that we have on the show today, um, he went to school at UVA. All right, so he spent a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about years in and around the area, the people. Um, the school itself, you know, and so me being, you know, one of his best friends actually spent a lot of time up there with him as well. Um, and so we're going to get his opinion on the latest happenings that went on this past weekend at UVA. And if you aren't aware, you know, which means you're probably living under a rock, you don't know a what's going on there in Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah. Do you, uh, you know, there was a alt-right rally 
Nah, that's like pause. Pause. Neo Nazi white supremacy. Oh hell no! Go ahead, call it what it is. So, that's that's they had their gathering, their riot, get together with tiki torches um, from Walmart, walking down in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, with their tiki torches, and you know, so for what it was um, the so the night before days. there was a. It was a protest, and they had an organized protest the morning afterwards. So it was, yeah, the night before and the morning of. But they were protesting because of the – they were protesting the removal of the, of the uh, Robert right. E. Lee statue. From Emancipation right. Park, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Eventually it turned It turned violent. No, it, it didn't um, turn violent. It was planned to be violent. But keep going, Josh. It – the, the, the outcome is 19 total people were injured one young lady was killed um, because a white male who the argument now is if it was they're going to title it, it as hate, domestic terrorism or not yeah. he uh, rammed his car into a crowd of counter protesters mm-hmm. and he, he killed one yep. mm-hmm. so that um that's still kind of developing the, the case behind that all right now. Mm-hmm. Two uh, two police officers were also at. killed in a, in a helicopter crash. Yeah, they were killed um, mm-hmm. in a helicopter crash that was actually going to support which what was may going or may not be with police related. I, I I can't confirm this, but uh, and I, I haven't been able to confirm yet. But I I did read something saying that the, it might the helicopter may have been taken out by like a one of those hand operated drones a drone that somebody was mm-hmm. operating in the area so yep. mm-hmm. interesting can't confirm that though yeah. can't confirm that but I don't yeah I heard that too but I don't I don't think that was on purpose no I'm I not saying give them the benefit of the doubt I'm, I don't think it was on purpose I'm not saying it was on purpose but at the same token when you fly those things you're supposed to get it clear with the uh, FAA yeah FAA yeah, yeah. so they should have been aware that it was in the area anyway so but yeah let's just uh so <laughs> i mean randolph what's what's the what's your history and take on the charlesville environment you know for if just in and, in and around school like on a regular day so like charlesville is a like? I'll, I'll preface this charlesville is is honestly a beautiful city it's a it's a small little what well, yeah it's a pretty small mountain town um, and the majority of the population comes from the university. Um, and that in and of itself brings a, a different set of problems um, that makes it unique to be a student there. Because you not only, you have the sort of bubble of the university, which is very liberal, very um, progressive, I would say. But then it's transplanted in a city that's almost very poverty stricken um you have you know tons of buildings that are being erected for the university but right around the university on the outskirts you have really dilapidated houses and there's always been sort of um pressures and different sort of conflicts that arose from that but i wouldn't say that there were racial tensions that sort of arose from that necessarily that you know that would blossom into a protest like this um that happened over the weekend 
Well, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of the people that came from that came into Charlottesville to protest this weekend were from out of town. Right. Like they they mm-hmm. weren't they weren't actually from Charlottesville or weren't actual students at UVA. These were a lot of people who yeah you know came from Arkansas. Some dudes from Reno, Nevada, like the dude that is, has been called the face of <laughs> white supremacy is like a white dude yelling, holding the torch. Like he came from Reno, Nevada. Like, uh, like dude, people came from out of town for this for this this event to protest. Yeah, um, I mean, but I that that is true. I but I won't say that there aren't uh, racism around Charlottesville and around Virginia. Um, I, I was reading today that someone's making an argument that they they came to Charlottesville to start a problem because Virginia was one of the only states that went blue during an election, and especially Charlottesville. Charlottesville voted like almost eighty percent overwhelmingly for Clinton. That they came to Charlottesville specifically, knowing that it's it's an environment that would breed hostility to um, the alt right protests, and that it would sort of edge on this sort of conflict but at the same token you know Richard Spencer who was one of, who's one of the forefronter, or forerunners for this alt-right movement his alma mater yeah. is UVA so <laughs> it, I mean it, exactly well, I um, know that it, people want to say that you know these people are coming out of the woodwork they're you know either from their mom's basements or you know they're you know backcountry sort of people but at the end of the day, these people are like in and around us, you know, working with us, everyday people, in high and low positions. Um. Exactly, exactly. I I think that you just hit the nail on the head because that's what a lot of people have been saying, whether it be on Twitter or Facebook or you know on their vlogs and their other other podcasts, is that the people that we're seeing in these photos are the same exact people that you will see in church or that are in the cubicle next to you or that you are in line Bro, these are your store. police officers and these are your judges these are your lawyers these are your professors these are your admission count admissions counselors that though that these are the people that you see on a daily basis were those people who were marching and in the streets this weekend uh like like that that's that is white supremacy in a nutshell man like these people that you saw walking in every in these marches and, and this, these riots i'm gonna call it a riot that's what i'm just gonna call it call it a riot whole thing everything's a riot it's it's ridiculous but <laughs> like that's who that's who these people were man uh and it's it's ridiculous these are your people who are approving home loans mm-hmm. and banks yep. you know what i'm saying and, and this is and it's is and it's crazy is that they like I saw it a, a, a lot on social media. They felt comfortable enough not even to cover their faces or not even to like hide who they were. Like they felt comfortable enough um, to go out and march in right. this type of uh, this type of protest and not not even worrying about if people saw who they were. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to take us off topic, but we a lot of times when we talk about these issues, we always ask, what can we do to change the environment that that we're in and change the path that the nation is on and I think that's that's how we do it we start to take those positions because we may think those aren't positions of power but in reality they are they are positions that give you some level of power to where you can 
approve home loans to where you can, you know, say yes or no to people about certain things. And that's how, that's where the change will ultimately come from. Oh, no, man. Uh, I think for one, we can start by having a president who doesn't, like, who actually denounces neo-Nazism and white supremacy. You suck! Yeah, you know what? I, I was kind of upset about that. And and I shouldn't be because, you know, Trump is going to be Trump. But, like, what really upsets me is there was an opportunity for him to really come out and, and show that he is a president for all people and not just the sum. But for him to come out and say, you know, there's we denounce bigotry and hatred on both, both sides. sides. Really, nigga? Why, why did you have to point out and then emphasize both sides? Like, what? What? What are, we, what are we talking about? Like, what did you see that I didn't see? Like, what is it something? What did you like? What are you privy to that I missed? Because I've just seen one side out in these streets fucking just straight disrespect for anybody that was out there beating on people, fucking basically doing all violent shit. And police officers responded, not at all. But now you're gonna say both sides like what bro so here's it i said this earlier bro, man and are people out here fighting is it am i is it like a war out here in the streets i'm missing like am i i said this earlier and i was like you know donald trump he can't and he won't denounce white supremacists and neo-nazis um especially because that's his base mm-hmm. <laughs> that's his that's like that's his base like those those people who were out there were marching and saying that we're doing this to fulfill Trump's promise. Like, those are the people who put him in office. Even even if you look at a... a I saw this tweet earlier, and I had to research it and, like, really go find and see if this was a real tweet from David Duke. But um, he talked about how, you know, Trump can't denounce us because he needs to take a look in the mirror of who actually put him in office. Um, Mm -hmm. And and I'm paraphrasing, but it it, it went along the line. This is David Duke, the... uh, the old grand Matt, the former grand master of the fucking Ku Klux Klan, but I mean, like, yeah. this is this is what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a, pr- a president who is afraid to, uh, and I, I'm gonna say he's afraid to. He's afraid to denounce him because that's his base. That's who put him in office. That's his support. That's his support. Um, so he, he can, he won't, he won't do it. And like, it's, so I, I I didn't expect it from him, but when he just he didn't do it, it, it was like it was a missed opportunity. Like like you said, it was a missed opportunity. To, to be the leader for all so people. I, I wanted to backtrack a little bit because I've been giving a little thought to this, especially since because I, I went to UVA. Um, do you feel that things have changed or this is just what it's always been? Because for me... No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish, please. I'm sorry. Because for me, I... I believe things have changed, but I've also come to realize that you know, being in... The situation and being in the spot I am, I've been in a pretty big bubble. I like to think that I wasn't in a bubble because you know I've I mingle and mix with all different types of walks of life. But I've been in a liberal bubble, especially within UVA. I honestly, if I was in school, I probably would have been out there, at, you know, counter protesting. I and I my friends are the ones that would probably be out there too. Um, So you think that things have no, gotten better? No, I'm thinking things have gotten confused. worse. Because when I was in school, I, I remember yeah. going out in, out of my dorms and celebrating with almost everybody from my dorms that 
you know, Barack got elected president. And, you know, I was going to parties and with me and like all my friends, we, you know, it was, it, it felt like it was a relief off our backs that, you know, our generation's actually creating change, that we're actually stepping away from previous generations and moving away from hate and bigotry. And it started, it felt like the culmination started so with having a black president. I, I here's here's what I'll say. This is what this is what I've what I have noticed, right? And I want think of this as like a wave, right? You got your ups and your high point, and you got your low points. So over time, right? Racism uh, and and white supremacy was it was overt. Think back in the day, like back in the '60s, back in the '50s, it was overt. This is a white-only restaurant. Well, only white people could drink from this water fountain. Uh, you had Jim Crow law. So racism and, and white supremacy was overt. And as you transitioned into the, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, it became more covert. Um, racial racial pro- profiling, um, housing discrimination, uh, you know, uh, sh- jokes and things like that. You know, you, you didn't really have people coming out, calling you right. niggers and uh, seeing as many hate crimes. And I think since Obama took office, you've seen more overt racism and white supremacy once a black man was elevated to the highest position in this land. And and then fast forward just a little bit more since Trump has taken office and he's created a, a culture and environment where even just look at his rallies where it's okay to say these things and it's okay to be uh, overtly racist. And he's created an environment where it's okay for people to carry around uh, Nazi symbols and um, you know the Confederate the Confederate flag proudly not as a symbol of uh, tradition but as a symbol of hate uh, and I, so I think we've 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 on that wave we're at that high point right now there was a point where we were at the low point in racism because racism has always been here and white supremacy has always been here it's never gone away but it was more covert as opposed to overt and now we're in a time where it's getting back right. to where it yeah is. I get that so that's that's where my argument comes in is that I feel I feel like with that I, this is twofold and this is gonna be crazy I think um, for me I think memes play a huge part of this but before I go into that memes yes memes memes before I go into that well <laughs> before we get too deep before we get too deep but I do want to take a point to just kind of emphasize that I don't think that is this is a any take on Charlottesville or UVA as a whole because like you guys pointed out a lot of people came from out of state to, to protest so I don't think that this speaks to anything towards the culture on UVA without me even going there the, you know I don't think this speaks to that college's campus no it's a it's a it's a public campus so you know when people reserve yeah. you know uh, like reserve something at the campus they have they have to as long as they pay for it and do everything, they have to let them have it because of, you know, First Amendment rights. All right, so, yeah. all right. But I just don't want people to take away, oh, man, UVA racist as fuck. I ain't going there. Nah, that's not it. <laughs> it just happened to be the place for them to, to meet because of what was happening at that yeah. location. But if you want to go to Hampton or Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. shameless. All right, shameless so, so right enough what you was getting into. It's twofold. You think memes play a part? In- uh, yeah, and I think, I think during Obama administration that um, the sort of that racism, that supremacy was being subverted into, you know, people were marginalizing it. It was, it was, you know what? Hey, we got bigger things to worry about now. We're, we're past that. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna keep working forward. And if you, if those are your thoughts, you're backwards, right? And then 
Trump took office mm-hmm. or he started making his prominence, um, his rise, and they, I feel like with the rise of Trump, that movement gained traction because they, f- they found that there was some legs to it. Right before it was like, oh, we we can't do anything because we're so marginalized. It no one listens to us. Yada yada yada. But as Trump gained traction and eventually moved into the house, you know, you, we see this increase, this complete overt takeover with this sort of movement. And I, and I say memes are a big part of it. I think social media as well, or I mean, com- completely connected. And when Obama was in office, we were just in the infancy of, of social media. I mean, he, he started up a Twitter account and all that, but that was very towards the tail end of his, of his administration. With Trump, a lot of his movement was spearheaded by messages spread throughout social media. And memes play a big part in that. I think I was given a lot of thoughts to this. For me, memes are the new wave of emotional intelligence. You know, I there was there was this article I was reading and um, in it, they, they say that... Um, you, you, your emotional intelligence are, intelligence are tied to how many different emotions or how many sort of definitions of emotions that you can ascribe to it. So you can be less emotionally intelligent by saying, you know, you're, you're angry or sad, or you can, you know, compartmentalize it and say, you know what, I'm angry because I'm bitter, or um, I'm angry because I'm resentful. It, Bitter, bitter, bitterness and, and resentfulness, they're, they're a little bit nuanced, but it, it, it gives you sort of a different emotion, emotional leaning, um, or, or how to express your emotions. And I think memes, they, they strike that sort of balance. They're, they're very easy to relate to, but they're very specific emotions that they evoke, right? So... And, and it's a very low yeah. barrier of entry. If someone you know, shares a little image of you know, um, the little frog with a sad face and they have something you know, with a racist message on it, it it's, a, it's a very low barrier of entry t- uh, to spread that and then gain traction throughout your social media network while also conveying a very specific message. That's true. Yeah, I can see that. It doesn't. It doesn't take much to tell the world, or literally show the world, how you're feeling. And then, like you said, there's essentially the different layers of emotion within one event. So, like one event doesn't just make me angry. It makes me angry exactly because I am bitter because of the certain history that I feel from it. And people connect through that with nothing exactly an image and a short a word. Well, or I think that sentence. you're onto something with the social media piece, but. What I think it more so is is that social media makes the few seem like the many. Um, and so if something happens, say, to me um, here in Maryland, I can tweet about it or I can put it on Facebook and say how horrendous it is. Um, but that gains traction all around the world. Um, as many people retweet it, as many people say, oh, this is fucked up, blah, blah. Whether it's true or not, it gains traction. And I think that social media has allowed people to believe that um, maybe there was that uh, I guess the example I want to use is the affirmative action thing so if one student if one white student doesn't get into a university and they believe it's because of affirmative action they can post about it 
on Facebook and say, oh, I didn't get this job or I didn't get into this university because they were only looking for a minority students. Um, so then that one incident, you're probably less than, you know, 0.01% of the people who don't get in. Um, but it seems like that happens on a larger scale. And so more, as more people retweet it, as more people, you know, comment on it, it now makes it seem like not one person didn't get in, but thousands of people didn't get in because of, um, affirmative action. And so now they say, oh, affirmative action is a way to discriminate against white people. And I think that Trump's whole campaign or his whole movement has been about, I guess, putting power back into that base, right? So white supremacists have become to believe that they were losing that because all oh, they had a black president, all oh, they're getting all these kind of benefits and things of that nature. Now they're starting to gain traction and close this gap between the two of us, um, which is not true. But that narrative became believable right, because but, of social so media. I, 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 um, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I want to say that there, there's a difference between, you know, posting on Twitter that, you know, I didn't get into a certain school because of affirmative action. Because you have to put in, you actually have to put in thoughts and to, to sculpt an actual message to put out there. But with, with the movement, the yeah. alt-right movement, it, remember, it started mostly, especially under Trump it started from 4chan all you had, all they had to do was put an image yeah. and you know have some little quick quip about you know any sort of race mm-hmm. that becomes funny that's that you know people share and it and people think it's all right to share and that yeah. that gains traction tenfold than you know a, a sob story that's true that's true yeah and for, for like 4chan Reddit, all, all those sites are built on the fact that like, if you say something or say you don't like that somebody posted something, the rest of the community comes at you because they're like, oh, you're too soft. Oh, right. you're always trying to be politically correct. No one cares about that. We just want to yeah. have a good time and laugh at stuff that's inappropriate. And so if you say something in that community, okay, you're ostracized for it. Yeah. But now that meme or that photo is blasted out to the world, and now you become part of it as being someone that doesn't, you know, that's too politically Right, and you're complicit. It's too soft-skinned. So... So before we really go too far deep into this, what I want to ask you guys, do you guys think that um, that what's happening in Charlottesville, do you guys think that that's the exception or that's the rule? Do you guys think that's going to happen more or do you think that that's just an isolated incident and we won't see that for a while? I think that you'll see you'll see this more often. I, def- no, I totally disagree with you. I think that you will see this more and more often because you now have a group of people who think that they can do this and get away with it because they have a president. Well, they, yeah. they have a president. Um, who, who won't condemn them. Um, that none, none of them were arrested this weekend, minus the guy who killed a person. I think that I think he was the only yeah. arrest. Uh, yep. if, if this had been a group of African-Americans as opposed to a group of white people, you would have had uh, a greater number of people arrested, probably yep. a lot of protesters killed by the police. You probably would have seen a larger police presence. I think that... draw. Mm-hmm. Think about... Ferguson, think about um, Baltimore, Baltimore, and think think about <laughs> think about the images and the police that you saw uh, out there for unarmed African American um, mm-hmm. protesters. Yep. And then look at the look at the response that you got here in Charlottesville for uh, protesters who they sh- first of all they showed up with shields, they showed up with helmets, yep. they showed up with guns. Yep. Don't fucking tell me. 
that this was supposed to be a peaceful protest. There was no, yep. no, there was no plan to be yep. peaceful here. They sh- okay, no, no, no. you don't show up with a helmet and a shield because oh, we're gonna have a peaceful protest. We don't expect anything to go wrong. No, you show up with a helmet, right. a shield, and a gun because you expect for there to be some mm-hmm. type of conflict. And and yep. and and even where there was uh, conflict, you didn't see the same police presence that you saw for for, for else, unarmed yeah. black kids, man. Uh, so yeah. no, so yes, th- you will see this again and again. You it will continue to happen, especially under this administration, especially under this president, because he doesn't he doesn't care to denounce them. He doesn't care to tell these people that they are in the wrong here. So it will right. continue to happen. Yes. Maybe he's stirring a pot. He um he has his own sort of investigation to go through. I think this is a a great way to for him to sort of slip out of the limelight. Yep. Yeah, to deflect. But, yeah. That's true. But he's deflected. He's deflected everything because he. What he'll do is something people will be like, oh, we need to have an official investigation by the federal government, and so to appease. The masses that are asking for this, he's going to appoint some person that should have has no. First, 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 first of all, first of all to do the Jeff Sessions is the attorney general. I trust nothing yeah. he talks about or does. So yeah. point blank period. Facts. So <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, at the end of the day, Jeff Sessions Facts. is the attorney general uh, of, of the United States, and he's in overall in charge of this investigation. I, I no, I no, I bullshit. Call bullshit. Anything Jeff Sessions has anything to do with, but I, and and and, that, and that's also an interesting thing to say because I Jeff Jeff Sessions, the Attorney General, I there's it, no, I don't think Trump is deflected. I don't think I don't. He knows exactly. His tweet was, you know, exactly the kind of tweet that he wanted to put out there, and I, I mean Jeff Sessions was too racist to be a judge, and he's the Attorney General. Do you really expect Trump to? Do anything but to denounce both sides. I'm surprised he even tweeted about it. That's true. I am too. Yeah, me too. Well, I think they forced him to. I think they, I think they he walked in his office and was he like, gotta say something. "Bitch, you tweet about <laughs> everything." But he didn't say anything he about no, the Musk bombing. No tweets about it. Not a single one. Nah. Well, I didn't expect him to say shit about that. Nope. But the, when, but I think that he had to. He had to weigh in on this because he tweets literally about everything. It's the hottest thing on the news right now. He had to. Had to have. But what I think is crazy is that with all the things, the negative things that came out of this um, two-day protest, um, they were never called thugs. They were never called, you know, uh, they were always called a, a alt-right or a fucking um, mm-hmm. protest. <laughs> a group in protest, like and we're not. No one, no one really called it what it was, and so we're mad at, at Trump for not calling it for what it was. But a lot of these news outlets didn't call it what it was either. They don't. They never do. That's not they, new either. They didn't Even call it that brutality. initially. Like, they they ended the up coming around. Officers, the white kids. They, but that's but that's my point though. Is that I think that it's creating an environment where that's 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 the reality, and I think that it's. It, I hate that it had to happen like this, but I think that. This is kind of like the culminating event, like with everybody saying that, you know, racism is gone. It's not a thing and blah, blah. I feel like this is 
all that it's not true it's not happening you guys are overreacting this is ridiculous i think that all had to come to a head here and now we're faced with it you know what i'm saying it's kind of like um and it's just ironic because i just finished watching game of thrones but it's kind of like game of thrones where like everybody's like dragons aren't fucking real you're full of shit and then when you have a dragon burning all your fucking shit it's like oh yeah they are real we're full of shit and it's like that's the shit that we're looking at right now is that these people literally and i think that because of what happened we lost sight of what really the the root of the fucking problem was they were there because they were removing a fucking statue like <laughs> are y'all kidding me <laughs> <laughs> like seriously but doesn't does that robert like, e lee though like that's that really how hard y'all are going that's how hard it was going for general lee, bro. and and so these yeah. people are there like Rainy said, they showed up with fucking shields and, and, and fucking guns and shit. So they already knew that people were gonna were not gonna be receptive of the shit that they were putting down. So you already came knowing you were doing something wrong. So what I guess fucking infuriates me is that how did it go two days? Baltimore, they were out there maybe a couple hours before tear gas started to get thrown at them. You want you want to tell mm-hmm. you why? During the uh, inauguration, they were out there maybe a couple of hours before people started to get arrested. Let me tell you why. I'll tell you why. They had the complexion for protection. Bruh, he ran over. He ran people over. Killed some people. One man gets arrested. You don't think that that's the point where all right, we need to break this up? Yeah. No. Come you know fuck. what? Somebody made a joke about it on Twitter. I saw earlier, and they said the police didn't show up that quickly. Is because they all had to go home and, and change, change clothes yeah. so they could come back. But and I think that's yeah. and I was actually just about to get to that with Rainy saying that they're the they're the juries. I mean, they're juries. They're the lawyers. They're the judges. They're the police officers. These are the, the recruiters. Like these are the people that you want to employ you or you want to defend you. Those are the ones that are standing out there saying, "Hey, Robert E. Lee needs to be on this fucking emancipation spot because America." These same people walking out here with Nazi signs on their na- Nazi, Nazi. <laughs> bruh. Nazi signs, bro. Not, not, I mean, not, Nazi. not uh, swastikas. Granted, granted, like, bro, like we started, we started with the Confederate flag, <laughs> and I was like, I, I see what you're trying to pass here, like, oh, it's, it's the pride of the South, like, I see what you're trying to do here, it's still bullshit, but like, you guys have now been more emboldened. To just walk, rock around the swastikas. Like, is that what we're doing then we, now? Then we, like, then we, like, fight yeah, them in the war I, one You time. can't get any yeah, like, more unpatriotic than that. Didn't the whole world, like, fight the yeah. Nazis at one point? Like, wasn't there... Bruh. I'm pretty sure there was, like, a war, a, a war where, like, everybody in the world fought. Bruh, you are so are dumb. You are really dumb. In museums. Like... So people can remember how wrong this fucking group was, <laughs> and you walking around in the streets. You know what's funny? Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see body. not one American flag. Nope. The whole. No. Nope. Whole time. Not a single one. No. Whole time. But you know. But they're. It, it, we're, but they're all. They're, they're Americans. All, but they're all. I bet you every one of them. I bet. You, I guarantee you, every last one of those individuals out there are mad at Colin Kaepernick for taking a knee yep. during the, Ameri- right. during the knee. national anthem. There are. However, yep. comma. Every last one of them are out there walking around with Confederate flags but, and Nazi and flags. With, and that's, with that's also interesting that, that, that we've yeah. also pivoted from, you know, alt-right to neo-Nazis, right? I, I it. Oh, that's well, for me, there is. No, but I think. Right. No, but I. Exactly. But I think I think calling them a neo-Nazi sort of 
distances America from them being Americans, right? They're, they they mar- yeah, they true. they're like, oh, this group is a, a Nazi group that. At the end of the day, they're they're Americans. You you gotta have a different label than that because it this this labels it as as something as a, an anomaly. But these people are amongst us. Yeah. I mean, it's times like these that yeah. I, I've, and uh, people will be mad at me for saying this, but as a fucking veteran, it is times like these I am ashamed to be an American, dog. Like, how's this shit happen? In 2017! <laughs> I know. 2017! And yeah. it seems like commonplace. Yeah. I, I think the, um... Like, that's... Like that's the, the military. The military as a whole, I don't see standing up for that. No, they wouldn't. I don't. They wouldn't. But here's the reality: they, they is that some of those people out there are in our military. Uh, yes, you are correct. For sure. Correct. For I sure. Some AC. some I saw some ACU uh, uh, yeah. IDAs and. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying some of those people out there literally <laughs> are are. Out are the people that we look to protect us, some, but they're the same probably people. Some National Guard that, members out there and some yeah, reservists. Those same people, probably not no active they, duty people because they they didn't get they didn't get their uh, pass and their leave approved this weekend. Yeah, approved. But uh, but like that's that's the shit. Like that's that's the part that like it blows oh, me. You know what? They, you know what's funny that you say that? It's uh. So I saw I saw an image of a man that was out there and he was wearing an eighty second airborne uh <laughs> hat. Yep. And yep. the quote under it was like, yep. "So I would like to talk to this guy who's wearing an 82nd Airborne hat." Didn't 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 the 82nd Airborne uh, do a jumped into Normandy? They jumped in. in. <laughs> they <laughs> like 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 they did. They jump into Normandy, and, and here you are with an 82nd Airborne hat on, but you're carrying a, a Nazi flag. You know, at a at a yeah yeah. And I I saw a lot. I'm I'm on this uh, 82nd Airborne this uh, Facebook page. It's all it's airborne all airborne whatever mm-hmm. and people are commenting on that photo that exact photo like I need to meet him I, so I can whoop his ass because that is not what we stand for nor is it I what I mean I'm saying like you, you oh, come on man uh it, it's, it sounds good <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds good yeah it sounds but the good reality is that well. the people <laughs> yeah the, the reality is that the, that the 82nd airborne is not going to come out with a fucking official statement Condemning this fucking behavior. Oh no! The damn, no, the, the no. military isn't gonna come out. I mean, no. They're well, not, actually, I pause. Pause. Our, our president's not going to do not. it. He's not. Pause. But the the uh, the uh, chief staff is it no? Secretary of the Army and the uh, uh, command sergeant major of the Army and the uh, chief of staff of the Army, General Milley, did they did put out a statement, um, just you know, reminding people of social media use and you know. About the things that you say, I mean, that, like yeah. that's as good as they could get, you know. <laughs> they could, they couldn't really comment on the events, but hey, they let people know that hey, don't, don't. But I, but that's the thing. Why can't they? Wrong is wrong is wrong is wrong, right? Why can't they? I don't know, man. If you're it's right, if they're wrong. Because of, what stops them from saying they? This shit is wrong. I don't, I don't think that 82nd Airborne guy got enough play for the U.S. Army to say anything. I agree. One, two. What the army do you does. Mean? Is, the army's personnel is out in these no. fucking streets. It's, no. it's freedom of speech. You can't say anything. No. What? No, no, this, that's not the military. Well, when you're a soldier, like, if the, you're in the soldier, freedom the, of speech is The military does. The military does. 
The military does. And when 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 the when the president tweeted about the the transgender policy changing in the army, what did the army do? Well, well I mean, they that statement came. Yeah, out they came out. You, you guys got to You got to give us an order for they can do shit. You know what I'm saying? So that that didn't mean anything. Right. But I just I just feel like what needs to happen is that we need people who are in these positions of authority to come out publicly. I would. Uh, stand I would. This. I would. I would shout out um, HR McMaster. Man. He he definitely he called it he called a spade a spade. He called him white supremacist. And he's the, the director of national security. But he came out uh, yeah. when the president wouldn't call a spade a spade. Called it terror. Call it terrorism. Uh, on, on the, that news. That yeah. News. He called it called it terrorism. He called him white supremacist and racist. And mm-hmm. so. They, they, yep. He answered it. They asked him, "What would you call it?" And he man, said, "You know what? I, is, I would." It fits. It fits Shot. the definition. So, yeah, so it definitely is. There are people, I, and, and you know, I think it's it's funny that you know the people within the administration who are uh, actually saying what it is are those who are were in the military, like HR McMaster. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't I haven't heard from uh, General Kelly, but uh, uh, HR McMaster stood out to me. Um, one because I, I met him before, yeah. but two because you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, well, you know my man B-, B Sanders was hitting him hard. Oh, you know always, 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 always. But uh, yeah, man, I, I just don't. I don't. I, I definitely think you're gonna, you're gonna see this again. This is not. This is not the last oh, time no. we'll see something like this. Um, oh, apparently, so apparently think, they're hey, the white the White Walkers still haven't showed planning, up. Like we see, dragons are they're real. planning another. Uh, they still don't believe that White Walkers are real. So another, another. Um, now I'll put this in air quotes. Protest at uh, Texas A and M. Is what, what yeah. was, um, so you think any of these people are gonna lose their jobs? One guy Howard already has. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't has. be surprised if they didn't. So, uh, because that's white privilege. <laughs> In a nutshell. One one guy lost his job. I can't remember where he worked, but he he was one of the out of state people. He didn't actually live I in mean, your Warshaw. I, I and. There's a, there's a Twitter account right now that's like asking and putting out the information. So I will say Twitter Twitter size, is name, is fucking impressive because Twitter has literally located and found the identities of a lot of people in this uh just from a photo. Yeah, from a photo. Like <laughs> track down where people work, their positions, their full names. Shit, Twitter probably got, got Twitter probably got their social security numbers. Like Black Twitter don't play. I don't know if you if you're aware of this or not, but Black Twitter don't play no games. They will hunt 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 you down until they find out exactly who you are. I think they all learn from Neve and Max. Oh my God! But uh, I don't know. To, to answer your question though, honestly, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they lose their jobs. Some of them might. Some of them may not. But. Can we just officially say them. that we like? I just. Can we start a petition to get Fox News removed from the television? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. I'm all about it. Dog. Does it matter? Dog, they kill does me. It, all I'm saying is, I saw... Uh, no, I'm saying, does it really ahead. matter, though? It, they, another outlet is going to come up. Yeah. It's going to pop up. Nah, man. Nah. Nah. Fox News needs to be YouTube only, and it needs to say, like, fiction. <laughs> 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 like they're out of fucking control man like some of them like CNN isn't all that great MSNBC they're not that great Fox News is the fuck terrible like, yeah no I agree I, I think Fox oh News have, 
been a detriment to news. Well, I mean, every I, time I look at they're them. the reason why CNN has become so shit. I with Fox News, all their all their journalists became personalities, and CNN followed suit to compete with them. They became personalities. Yep. You know, and CNN started having yep. you know uh, correspondents on there to give the sense of a fair and balanced take when it just all it did was create false equivalencies yep you're right Randolph you're right you right. think so not to change the topic but did y'all see that picture of Tommy Lauren yeah, she was like out for her twenty fifth birthday. It was like I mean, two big ass black dudes. I was gonna say some real fucked up racist them. shit. Wait, and so I'm just gonna keep it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> what I will say is, <laughs> uh, so do you guys think so? Um, this has everything to do with the topic because I'm not fucking trying to fall off topic. But do you guys? So a lot across the country, a lot of these high schools and. Um, uh, middle schools are changing their names um, from Confederate leaders to other shit. So, yes. do you guys think that, like Robert E. Lee and stuff, they're all changing their yeah, names? Yeah. Do you guys think that that is um, one the right thing to do, and two, do you think that's gonna that's where the protests are gonna move to? Because I there's a couple of, uh, schools here in Maryland that are changing their names, and we'll start um, as that new name here next month when schools open. Um, I don't think I don't. I don't. I don't think it'll move to high schools. Do I think it's right? Ah, uh, sure. You know, I mean, sure. <laughs> Baby Josh is here. But yeah, um, <laughs> nah, do I, do I think it's right? I mean, yeah, like, unless. Because, I mean, it's making people mad. Unless you're going to, unless you're going to give the whole, you know, I mean, yeah, no, change the name. Why, why? Robert E. Lee, he was a, he was a Confederate general. I mean, aside yep. from his military but and strategic those... uh, expertise, which he did have military expertise, yep. even though he did lose. Uh, that I think that's about but the that's about the guys... only value that Robert E. Lee has is on the military strategic side. So at a... yeah, but a lot of those guys became senators and fucking governors and shit after during the refor- the uh... reformation. What the fuck is it called? The ref- I'm going to say reformation. Reconstruction. But it's not, that's not the word I'm looking for. But as they started to reform the government, yes. the reconstruction. Yes. Yeah, during the reconstruction, a lot of those guys became governors and fucking senators and shit like that. So um, that's why these schools and these statues and stuff exist. I mean, but so George, so they made so contributions post Ger- the Civil George War. George Wallace was a senator. I mean, do you want a school named after him too? <laughs> I mean, just no, definitely okay. not. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I, but I mean, that's Bull, why this Bull thing Connor happened. was a chief of police. Like, are we naming schools after him just because he had a cool position, like a, a high position? Like, I mean, are we going to name a, uh, a school? What was the FBI director? Um, Jesus Christ. Comey? No, not Comey. Uh, Hoover. I'd name a school Hoover. after I mean, Comey. I mean, we naming we naming <laughs> we naming schools. I name a school after Comey too. But are we naming schools after J. Edgar Hoover because he was that? You know, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Just because they Sean <laughs> Spicer High, dog. I'm I'm oh, I'm calling it right now. Spicy, spicy, spicy. Elementary school. That should be lit. I'm just a Spicer High. I'm just waiting for the Barack Obama High School. I might apply. Bro, that shit not happening. I'm just waiting for the first Barack Obama High School. That shit's not happening. Do you under like? Do you see? I don't know if you guys have really been paying attention to like how much they are like destroying that man's legacy. Oh. One sentence at a time, One but like anything at a time, 
<laughs> like anything that President Obama did, somehow the year after he leaves office was the worst thing that we've ever seen in our life. And how did he get these things passed? It was, he, like, how, <laughs> it blows my mind because of how many people are benefiting from a lot of the things that he put in place. That's cool. A lot of the, um, you know, the unemployment and all this. So, like, he had a lot of accomplishments leaving the office but now that he's gone you see openly on the news and and everywhere that people just say oh he was a, he was a terrible president First of all, and we're trying to get back from listen him. i've always i've always i've a always a lot of people don't know my, that they're beneficiaries of all those programs someone told me this a long time ago uh yeah i think it, it holds true man uh for like as a leader right it's not about mm-hmm. how your how your team does um and it's kind of it applies to like everything. It applies to being a leader. It applies to being a teacher. It applies to being you know mm-hmm. anything. When, when you're when you're when you lead a group of individuals, it's not about how well they do while they're with you. It's about how well they continue to do after you've left, right? After yeah. you're no longer there, because your 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 impact has been left on them, and they continue to you know, excel, right? Um, yeah. I think I think no 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 I think in certain aspects of this of this country a lot when you talk about unemployment and talk about the economy it's not Trump's doing Trump's exactly. only been in office for seven months that's not Trump's doing no we no 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 we haven't fallen no no the economy has been going up maintaining and and that's directly because has. he yeah. took us from one of the worst recessions we've ever been through I would I would I would give a lot of credit. When you talk about this economy, a lot of people say, "Oh, it's Trump since he's going no. off his economy skyrocket." I think that borrowers have had more confidence, but the economy was where it was when he got it. Like it's continued to increase, but it was at a good no, point but, I when mean, he got it, and it was yeah. because of Barack Obama. And we're yeah. getting way <laughs> off topic here, but you know, I'm just saying, man. Like I, I think Barack Obama did a lot of great things, and a lot of the good things that you know that we are. Exploring. Because we are we're experiencing a lot of bad things, but the good things that we are experiencing in this country right honestly, now, I think honestly, honestly, I think I think he did an exceptional job. Because if if he hadn't if he hadn't I, done anything yeah. less than stellar, his legacy would have been tarnished way before he came out of office. I everything was going against him for being a person of color. Yeah, you got you, you got have to do twice as much. But. But I think that to get half But I think him got. being the president Created what we have now I think that him being a cre- the president Created the narrative that White supremacists were losing their power Yeah so, but that's not so That's not exactly of his own. Even, even he's not, No it's not It's not his, his fault No it's not his fault Like it's not like he did it Like he got in office And was like that, Fuck all the white supremacists like, That's not what happened uh, But I think that him being in office It just made them made really them feel mad like it made yeah. It, it made them mad hurt their enough feelings. to put them in action, and so now that they're in action, and they're taking back what they feel is theirs. No, no, what but, they feel, right, so what would they you feel they lost when when a black man? But here's the problem. Here's the problem with white supremacists, and this kind of goes back to what I said before. Social media makes the few look like the many. I don't believe that there are more white supremacists out there than there are just regular white people who just you know. I think that there are regular white people who fucking just think that. This shit is just as fucked up as we do, I, right? I would agree. Here's the problem. I don't think that those people are willing to speak out against it publicly like the rest of us are. Because these are their friends. 
These are their bosses. These are their cousins, their fathers, their you know, their brothers. Like I, so they're not going to do that. And so I think that that's what makes it seem like the few are the many because the rest are silent. And so the few have that voice, right? Um, and so I think that that's what makes uh, Trump's base seem bigger than it is. And so a lot of people believe that um, of your Trump supporter, your racist, but that's not necessarily true. Trump said a lot of things that gave people who had no hope, hope. And so what? I think that that's why they voted for him. It had nothing to do with them being white supremacists. I think they just bought the lie. So, but it makes them look like white supremacists because the white supremacists but, but the, openly I support think I, Trump. So but saying, like, I, I think it's wrong to say that Trump doesn't have a big base. Trump has a huge base. He does, but not. But his base is not white supremacists. Ah, like only white ah, supremacists. Ah, white ah. supremacists are his base, but I don't believe his base is just white supremacists. I don't. Well, I think it's uh, well. We, I, I would agree because you can't if you pulled and brought together every single white supremacist in the United States, they would not equal enough no, for him to so win the Honestly, I don't believe everybody that was out there in Charlottesville white supremacists. I think that they were doing some shit. They were with a group they shouldn't have fucking been almost, with. But I you think know what? some motherfucker. I almost no, have listen, a point. Listen I almost like literally. No, 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 I almost no, literally no, got off of. I almost stopped no, recording. Bro, no, bro, listen, to, Linda. Listen, Linda. Listen. What I'm, I'm saying. Like, I'm just letting I you know. I literally people, almost like hung, like got the fuck off bro, of this this whole recording. I think because of whatever, I think there are some people that genuinely believe that the Confederacy is about Southern pride and blah blah blah, and they were really out there to protect and that and statue. That's rooted I believe in white supremacy. Why is it? It is, but I. It's it's kind of like brainwashed. Like, I'm taught nah, to believe I'm this. I'm and so, like... This conversation. No, I, no, <laughs> I really think that some people are... I, I think that... I don't... Because I don't want to believe that racism is something that you are born with. No, I think it's something, something you're that taught. you're taught to do. And that's my point. So, I feel like these people were taught something that's that's not... That's not real for them, right? So, it, but it is real for them. It's, it is. It's, it it's is. really hard for it's. It's really hard for me to put this in words because it's like because it don't make no fucking they, sense. No, it's it's not that it doesn't make no sense. I think that just because I think that Robert E. Lee is a great person, that doesn't make me a part of the KKK, right? It doesn't. That that but, that would but be you subs- stupid you for me. It's all about belief. If I believe that the Confederate flag is about Southern pride, that doesn't make okay. Me no, I get where my mind's coming from. It you don't necessarily. You just have to be selfish. You you just have to you just you no, just have to no, be no, selfish. You have to okay, think no, that no 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. You have to you have to feel that no. You have to feel that your that that southern pride and heritage is just something completely different, and 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 your sort of identity takes precedence over identities of other people. No, let's talk with let's talk about with southern pride like the. What that yeah. Southern Pride was about, this, the, what Robert E. Lee really stood yeah, yeah, for. Yes. All mean, of that was about racism. And, yes. and, and, and white you. supremacy. I 100% agree with you. I, the, so I agree if, with I, you, if, I, I, if I think that Robert E. Lee was a great person, if I think that Nathan Bedford Forrest was a great person and that the things that he talked about, his ideals were, were great ideals, I'm a fucked up person. I I I am a, a I am a, person, I am a racist <laughs> because the things that you're the ideas that Nathan Bedford Forrest or Rob or Robert E Lee though his ideas his mindset right. you know I I, were, I get were, it I I agree with you I really horrible. do it's just that 
so if I, I agree, saying, so yeah. if I agree with him, and I think that the things that he said, the things that he did, were great things and great, the, you know, the words that he said. But you don't have words. to believe. You don't have to believe they were great something. words. You it just all it has. It all it boils down to is that you believe in someone that looks like you. Like, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who stick up for R. Kelly yeah. because he's black. But at the end of the day, he's a pedophile. Yep. I, I, but it's, a, it's the same. Fucked up. No, 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 you're missing the point. Uh, We're talking about ideologies. All right, right. we're talking about about ideologies. All right, it's people. All right, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna pause. Let me take a breath. No, you're missing the point. Let me take a breath. I'm gonna take a breath. I'm gonna listen and not talk. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it's people. I mean, humans are complicated and they're nuanced. I. A, a lot of people right. want to put aside the bad aspects of a, a person, especially if there's someone like them, like themselves, right? So it's mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. it it may not be completely steeped in in in, in racism or white supremacy. There, there there are some people who walk that gray line because they're ignorant, because they're yep. increasingly selfish, that they believe that they can. But you gotta think about. The education system in the South, what they're teaching right. them about the Civil War, like it's it's not the same as what you got in Philly. <laughs> did you did you see that uh, that picture of the the Texas so textbook? Here, here's what I will say. We, we talk about I've, I've talked about this a couple times this is something I've actually learned this Bruh, is something I've learned about the confederate flag still waves over some places in Texas some some government buildings no, in Texas because totally, everybody I'm inside totally, racist I'm totally aware no that's not and that's not what we're saying that everybody inside is racist what we're what, what, what I'm saying right is that if you really like if you're a a, a, a stock supporter of the confederate flag right you, you yep. at some point you have to take a look in the mirror and ask yourself why do i really support this flag what tradition but you don't really I'm have to defending? like you you you, you don't no, because you do a you lot do. of people a lot of no, you, you do. don't no you you, no, you do. don't have to no, you a lot should. of people no because but you you do. should you but you to. don't have you to should you don't have How to. You have to, but you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Let me ask. Let me ask you. Let me ask you one more. One question. How many white people have you interacted with, and they said, "Oh, wait, you're different than how I thought you would be," or or how many white people have you interacted with that never have interacted with a black person? Plenty. That's You can be caught up. Yes. And and I realized this after after leaving school. You can be caught up in a little bubble. That you don't have to really examine mm-hmm. anything you believe in, because you're caught in that bubble. No, but when yep. when it's brought when it's brought to your attention that the bubble that you're living in. Is, but how do, how does that get brought to your attention? Really you have to be exposed to it. Yeah, you have to be exposed to it. But these people, yes, they're not they're not listening. These, not these people are out, out there out there protesting. They're not listening to NPR. They're, they're 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 not they're not reading you know yeah, no, no, no. any sort of think pieces from liberal media. They're they're reading Breitbart. They're watching Fox News. You don't have mm-hmm. to yep. self reflect in those communities. Yeah, because they're, you're right. They're just giving you affirmation. Right, it's, confir- you it's, it's you confirmation bias. So you don't. So you don't have to. Re- what you're saying is, is that if you subscribe to that, 
you should think about yourself you should reflect it in the because in the reality you are a fucked up person <laughs> even if you didn't mean to be but they don't have to because that's the world that they live in and they can live in that world so i think the difference is and i envy this is that they can live in a world where they're never exposed to them being wrong right but we cannot live in a world where you know in that same truth like i can't live in a world where i'll never be exposed to racism ever it's impossible you say we you mean people of color it's impossible but but they can live in a world where they never have to interact with anyone of color and 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 that's the that's unfortunate truth that we would never be able to reconcile because at the end of the day white people are the majority by a significant amount in this country you know, we're talking about uh, for black people, it's thirty percent of the, well, the, the United States. Thirty percent of the population is black. <laughs> that leaves. Mm-hmm. I. We can yep. go into different states and different counties and not see a single black person. A white person doesn't have to come to terms with the fact of of you know different sort of social and and racial atmospheres. Cultures and yeah. So and, and I I agree. Even if you just were to step out for even a little bit, you're a racist motherfucker. Uh, you just... That's it. I mean, that's yeah. like, all you have to do is just step back a little bit and be like, wait a minute, why am I really supporting this flag? But you, yeah. you don't... Nec- it, it doesn't necessarily happen. Yeah. But I, I do think... Go ahead. So, so what do... So what do we do? So where, where, where do we go from here? We wait for the white doctors. <laughs> help police help us. I mean, re- realistically, like all jokes aside, like, nah, what do man. We do? Uh... Because so here's the here's the hardest part. So what do I tell mm-hmm. my son? Hey, bro. You that's, know? that's a real question, bro. Uh, I can ask know, myself he, the same question. And I have me, no clue. You know why is it that these people can go out on the street and do such? horrible things or even worse he he sees it firsthand you know we're out somewhere and, and there's a protest and we just happen to walk by it um what, what do i do i think that the yeah. harsh reality the harsh truth unfortunately i think especially yeah, especially fucked. being a especially being a it's it's so much bro, to take in a, a black it's a lot but you like, know what you know there's funny no that possible way to explain I that this, to a kid right? and you know that's why i think that's why what i do now is relevant uh i, t- I teach eighth grade social justice and it's my job to like really because you know these, these these kids these 13 year olds um in my classroom uh, that i have this year like they're they're seeing what's going on in the world and they're watching what's going on on cnn they're seeing these clips on the on social media on twitter on facebook uh and you gotta educate them. you got i mean that's it's, it's that simple you gotta let them know what what's really going on and why things are the way they are and I, and I think you asked that you asked that question about your son, um, and I would I would say not now. Now is not the time to talk to talk to him about these things. I mean, eventually, yeah, but, but he's but, going to see but, it now. Yeah, but I mean, at some point, you're gonna have to have you know the conversation with him about you know the way things unfortunately are in this country. Um, but yeah, I think but I think I think the, the ultimately the key to solving this issue goes back to education. You talk about how people, yeah. how um, you know, some people in these areas, they they don't all they hear is Breitbart, or you know, all they see is Fox mm-hmm. News. So this is all they know, um, and it's all you know the things that they're taught in school and the things that they see through the media. 
um, it really influences their perception of the world. Uh, and I think it goes back to education, not just for, and not just educate, educating African Americans on the way that the world is and the way that this country is, um, but also educating, you know, young white America on how to be, uh, on the way, on the way things were, the way things are now, and the way, the reason why things are the way they are now, and how to be a better person, you know? Yeah, but the thing is, like Randolph said, they don't have to ever really face that because it's not. It's not affecting them in any way. So I I talked about this before. It's called I, I learned this term recently, right? It's called the, the uh, social cultural consciousness continuum, right? Yeah. It it's something you have to act is like when you talk about the continuum, think of it as a uh, as a uh, an airport walkway, right? You know those moving airport walkways. Mm-hmm. So the, the the moving airport walkway, it in the direction that it's going is you know white supremacy and racism and when you get on it you just stand still to take you you know for for a white person it'll just take you along that walkway uh as a as a white person you have to actively walk against it you know like like you talk about the social cultural consciousness continuum you have to actively walk against it you know you have to take you have to to fight white supremacy as a white person or as as anybody um, any type of oppression or any type of uh, inequity or inequality, you have to actively decide that you're going to walk in the opposite direction of that walkway. Because if you just stand still, it'll take you right along to wherever the fuck white mm-hmm. supremacy, uh, racism, uh, sexism. Uh, so you, uh, hum- you just think it, that enough, not enough of us are walking in the not enough, not enough of us are walking in the opposite way. Of the natural flow of oppression, and that's what we need to do. And and, and it takes it takes education. You have to. It takes education and self reflection. One, you got to know that this walkway exists. You have to. You have to know that yeah. it exists, and then you have to do a little bit of self reflection to realize that you're standing yeah. still and you're not walking against it. And then you have to make a conscious decision to actually turn around. I and think walk as opposite. educators, you do a timeless job. I, I think you're effect of change is priceless um the generation starts with you and people like you unfortunately i'm not very optimistic about where we're going (laughs) because i mean if you look at it (laughs) who do we have as the head of department of education right now Oh my girl, my girl, yeah, my girl, Betsy. What? Betsy. What the fuck has she I been know, doing? Man, y'all fucked. She's been We're f- fucked, bro. I, I, exactly. It's it, it, it's it's it. When you when you really fucked, step back and look at it, about the 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 dismantling of this country that's been unfolding in the past six months, it's just it's unreal. It's. And we're letting the we're just And it, it starts. It starts with education, and. The foundation of our education at this very moment is being shit on. Oh, actually, you know what, guys? Yes. Are they marching outside your house? <laughs> is there a protest outside your house? Well, stop it. You know yeah. what? You live by Monument Avenue, right? I so, so for everybody that's not from Richmond, if you ever go to Richmond, there's this road called Monument Avenue, and it has all of the statues of 
Union and Confederate, you know, generals and, and leaders from the war. But at the same time, like, and if you look into the history of it, um, they face a certain direction based on who that general fought mm-hmm. for and whether they yeah, that I, won or lost in the war. Man, I'm so, like, I'm, like, yeah, like, like I love the square table, and I love giving advice and answering the hard questions <laughs> in my life. But the protest outside of Randolph's house has me so this fucking is, blown so right now. I, I, like, I'm, I'm good, fam. Yo, so I was, I, I was on, I was on Facebook right earlier, and there's, a, there's this guy I follow um, who, who works with, like, um, he's like a economic TV guy he like they go he goes on CNN and whatever and he was like he was saying that Richmond was the potential to be the next Charlottesville because it's the the old capital of the south we have all the confederate monuments that's there has been talks of mm-hmm. doing a removal of yeah right mm-hmm. so this I this yep. the city has the potential to be the hub for the culmination of the explosion of this yeah for this uh, movement was for capital? this yeah so that makes sense it's as it should be it makes sense oh, and and as and, as and, as and let me let me tell you this richmond is very liberal very liberal when when trump got elected uh i live on monument avenue very. well like a block down from monument avenue for about 2 weeks we had protesters marching down Monument Avenue, marching against Trump. So, and it, it's it if something does happen here, where you know, you know, white supremacists come into town, it's gonna blow all over, and it's gonna be a huge conflict. All I'm gonna say is, man, states. This I believe to be true. <laughs> Where the fuck do I live, fam? Like, what? Like, I'm um, not gonna lie. I was watching uh, Underground. In, uh, I was trying to catch up. It's, 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 it's 19. Uh, it's 2017 you have to expose them to it. I, I was reading an anecdote the other day about this lady who saw a, a father and son in a grocery store and the son had knocked over some juice. And you just like, you know what? You're gonna make mistakes. The world is a little fucked up sometimes, but as long as you're a good person and you clean up your own mess, you can, be, you can do right in the world. And you should never you should never hesitate to ask for help. I- Bro, I'm like really blown, like in real life, like right now, like I'm really like fucking blown. Like this is, and I'm kind of, I, I think, I'm kind of like trying to, to stay uh, off of social media all day because I knew so this shit was gonna blow me. This shit sucks, man. 
right? I, I just want to go back to like, you know, seven years ago. No, nine years ago. Oh, fuck. It's been so long. Nine years ago. I want to go back yeah, to nine, nine years ago where I met, you know, a fucking college party, you know, singing along to Young Jeezy. Right? <laughs> I just want to go back to being, you know, my president is black. Hey. My Lambo is blue. Pass that time, man. Uh, Pass that time. Dog. My president is orange. <laughs> and he's racist, too. <laughs> Hey, on that note, man, oh. I think, I think, I think we're going to wrap this. <laughs> dog, I'm about to go drink. Fuck y'all. Y'all, like, ruined my whole Sunday, dog. I watched Game of Thrones, and now I'm thinking about how nah. tomorrow Richmond might be on fire, and I'd be fucking blown, dog. Like, the fuck? Like, but really, like, why is this? All right, I'm done. I'm done. Fuck, fuck the square table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out, dog. I'm out. <laughs> I can't do it. Darren Deshaies here from Square Table, and we'd like to send a huge shout out to all our fans and listeners. We appreciate all the love and support that you've been giving us. Be sure to like and review us on iTunes and SoundCloud at the Square Table 3.0. Five stars if you really feel it, Froggy. Also, follow us on Twitter at TST3 underscore zero and on IG at the Square Table 3.0, all one word. Oh, and don't forget, you're at the Square Table.